0: On the top shelf, where we seek truth, opinion, perspective, and we seek solutions, and we back. Right back again. Here we go again. Y'all already know. We not. We don't need to say anything further. We're just gonna jump into the prayer for season three. Jeff, my brother, could you lead us in and do the honors?
1: Most definitely, um, Heavenly Father. We just thank you, God, for joining us together. As your word says, when two or more are in the midst, you are in the presence. And we just ask you, God, to guide this conversation. We actually got to download your wisdom and your knowledge as we speak because we want to represent you. We want to make you proud. You have given us this platform. You have given us the voice to be able to speak to those who are listening. May we impact those who are listening, Heavenly Father. And may we just continue to drive the conversation that we are having. We honor, we praise you as always. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. That was good. That was good.
1: Thank you. Thank you, sir.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been you've been practicing your prayers,
2: haven't you? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Stay in front of the mirror, you know, like. <laughs> you <sobbing.
0: laughs> you know, Yo, let me help you. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> bless you. <ya. laughs> <laughs> yeah, that coming to America scene be killing me every time. Son.
1: Hilarious, man! The
0: best movie ever. Like, son, like so many quotables. Nice. But uh, you know, it's so funny. Uh I've been reading. uh that. A new Will Smith book Ooh. called Will like about his life, his uh biography. And mm-hmm. it's been very interesting learning about his uh the this actor that I've admired for so long, man. Like what is the favorite movie of y'all's uh of his?
1: Of Will Smith? Yeah. Pursuit I would of happiness, say... man. Pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness? Yeah. For me, um I would say Bad Boys, man. I'm a big fan of the Bad Boys series. Yeah, the so franchise. I love Bad Boys 1. Oh, yeah, franchise actually. Bad Boys One, Bad Boys Two, Bad Boys Three. That to me, those are like my favorite. That's my favorite Will Smith movie.
0: That's great. Uh, for me, it's a toss up, man. It's hard because it's like Ali,
1: uh,
0: Ali, and I Am Legend for me because yeah. for two for two separate reasons, man. Uh, Ali, Ali was an iconic and then uh and then you got I am legend that was something totally different and it was just acting wise like out of this, out of this world for me um i brought him up because he has so many gems in this book man where he's talking about life you know what i'm saying and um he talks about his passion for music man how it was just all about music at one point right mm-hmm. And it was about doing it. He, talk about, he talks about how he met Jazzy Jeff. And I found out so many things about Jazzy Jeff that I never knew. And he, there's a specific part that uh, I think I talked to Jeff about where he, and I think I talked to Anthony about this too, possibly, uh, where he said his parents gave him a year, literally, to decide what he was going to do uh, because he wanted to, uh, they, you know, he was about to go to college. Mm-hmm. And they was like, listen, we're gonna give you a year to be a rapper. And if this thing don't work out in a year, then it's you're about to hit them books hard about, you know, with school and everything like that. Uh what about what what do y'all think about that? Like, what what if y'all parents would have been like, you know, would have given y'all that? That kind of like, because I know y'all, Anthony, you're from a Jamaican household. Uh, Jeff, you're from a Haitian household. Like, what do you think? Like, and I'm from a Southern household. Like, if your parents would have gave y'all that ultimatum to run after y'all passion full force and that support,
1: I think for me, if my parents gave me that, because when I was in high school, I wanted to be a rapper, just like Will Smith. Not mm-hmm. like, rap like Will Smith, but I wanted to be a rapper like Will Smith. That was like my dream at the time. And it's funny, I remember that I spoke about this on. Um, one of our previous um, episodes when we were talking about hip hop where I actually had like a label that wanted It sounds like wanted like a local label that was like they wanted to sign me because I end up like freestyling over the phone to them and it was like, yo, you're dope. We want to do some business with you. The problem was I was 17, so I, I needed parental consent.
2: And so I went to my mom
1: and dad about it and they said, um, hell no. So that's not happening. You know, I want you to focus on your education. So if they would have gave me that same opportunity, they weren't against me actually wanting to pursue the music career. They just felt that I was too young at that time. Like, they wanted me to finish high school and so forth. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if they would have, let's say, signed that consent form mm-hmm. and gave me, like, that same... um you have a year to pursue this dream. If not, you need to just focus on your education. Who knows? You know, maybe I could have been out there the next Nas. Maybe I could have been the next Jay-Z or, 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 or whoever. Right.
0: And, and what about you, Anthony? What do you feel like? Do you feel like uh, if you would have got that uh, support from your parents, that it would change your, it would have altered your trajectory?
2: I would say yes and no. Um, okay. The yes part is um, like I've said this before. I don't think I said it before, but I, um, I wanted to be an actor. Like I thought I was going to be the next Denzel, mm. um, and that was I didn't like, know that. Yeah, like that was my passion. Like I, I, uh, and I also wrote plays with friends, and we used to do like these amazing productions. That's dope. Um, yeah, and I just got excited about theater and things of that nature, and mm-hmm. I wish. I understood what like fundraiser looked like. I wish I understood that knowledge, um, and I wish my parents understood that information as well and poured into me. Um, and I think at that moment I would have been maybe on the level of Spike Lee, um, mm. at in this at this age. But um, my parents did the best that they can they could um, at that moment, and they gave me what they knew what they could have given me. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I can have that money, but I might just waste it. Um, and I remember we had a conversation in regards to when a, a parent has $100 million or a lot of money and they don't give it to their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, because they might not know the value of what this money comes from or, where is, or what this sacrifice looks like. So, mm, right. um, sometimes I think to myself, "It's like, yeah, I can have this million dollar, but then, what? Where's <laughs> the sacrifice to this million dollars?" So, mm. so,
0: so, Anthony, I heard you talk about money. You yeah, know? cash rules everything around me. Get the money,
1: <laughs> <Everybody>, <laughs> dollar, dollar bill, Talk that
0: yeah, talk. Talk that talk. Talk
2: that talk, talk. You know what
1: I'm saying? More Chat money, for the kids.
0: Exactly. More money, more problems. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy. Within our community, season three, we gonna, we giving y'all more. Um, it's so crazy like how you mentioned money, like our parents had these, so many quotes about how money doesn't grow on trees and, and maybe when you grew, grew up and paid some bills, you would understand, you know? Or uh, like, y'all st- y'all live with me for free. Like, <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> no matter what it was, like our parents would kind of always bring things back around the money in a sense. You know, or they would talk about it or maybe they wouldn't because they were ashamed because they weren't making enough, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what it was money, 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 money. You know what I'm saying? And in this episode, I, w- I would like to take the time. We talked about passion, right? Uh, about like if, if we had it our way to pursue our passions. Right. And if we had that validation, but the money side of it was always a thing that was kind of like that lack. Mm-hmm. Like, like, because we didn't grow up, like I know for myself speaking from my perspective, bruh, five kids, one mom. I didn't grow up in the best, in the best environment, man, in, in Kansas City in the early 90s, man. Like it it was it was hard. It was definitely hard. Surviving on one income, five miles to feed, figuring it out. My mom worked so many jobs. I barely even said I didn't know what my mom looked like. <laughs> Honestly. Is that my and, mama? I'm like <laughs> that it looked like her. She got my nose, you know. <laughs> and and then, you know, we struggled but we survived. And through those struggles I learned, you know, and we learned about money. But, you know, when you get older, you learn a different lesson about money, right? Yeah. We learned a different economics. Uh uh, let me ask you guys, my question to you guys, like, learning the real economics when you grew up, did it really change? A- I mean, because, of course, time, right? Economics change. But, I mean, like, did your whole perspective get blown up when you had to
2: start adulting? Oh, definitely. Most um, definitely. Oh, definitely. Um, I think when you understand life or understand economic uh, money is a language or mm-hmm. resource and information. Mm-hmm. And when you begin to start leveling Anthony, up. Anthony,
0: can you say that quote again?
2: No worries. No worries. Money is language. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to upgrade your status. Not yeah. status in regards of um, the um currency. Mm-hmm. Understanding your status of just your mind. How you mm-hmm. think about money. Right. I, wish mm-hmm. like. mm-hmm. I wish I understood what credit looks like. I wish I understood what damn, you know what, Mom and Dad? Please don't take out the student loan because they're really trying to set me up to fail. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times, I wish I understood right. the environmental knowledge. And this right. environmental knowledge. Right. So the financial literacy and things of that nature. Yeah, now I'm at the age, I can't say that anymore. Now I have to do my own research. And it's my goal to make sure we're in my environment that we understand about money. Say, so, hey, you're about to make a move. If I feel like that's not the right move, I should be able to come to my brother. I right. should be able to come to my sister. Mm-hmm. But and most important, and I want to repeat this for the person in the back of the class, mm-hmm. money is a language. And if One. you ain't
0: got none, you can't talk to me.
2: Exactly. So once you understand <laughs> once you understand the language of money, because now cause now we're about to shift the whole Society of regards of money because now we have digital currency, Mm, Mm. right? Digital currency, yeah. If if you're now thinking about oh the dollar, it's a whole different sphere of conversation, and digital currency is a different language.
0: Absolutely, and and Jeff, Jeff, when uh, because you you're just a little a tad bit older than us. Like, can you tell us like? From your perspective, like now, nah, like learning what a dollar, how far you could stretch a dollar, what that was like for you, like, and learning how much things cost.
1: Man, I, I was I was a king of learning how to stretch a dollar. I was a king <laughs> trying to turn 15 cents into a dollar because yeah. I grew up, you know, seeing my parents, kind of similar story with you, because so it was a two-parent household. Yeah. Um. seeing my parents work hard and try to, like, you know, we struggled financially and things didn't really get where we things were stabilized financially until, like, probably high school, I would say.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. But that taught me how to survive. That taught me how to stretch you know, the money that I had, especially once I moved out my parents' house and I was living on my own. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was living with family, but, like, I was living on the roof of my parents and had mm-hmm. to, like, you know, just learn how to be responsible financially at the age of, like, 20, 2021 uh, Right. So I, I learned to really just stretch the money that I had. Like, okay, well, I got $20 to last me for the end of the week, and I still got to buy gas. Talk. Talk. And, that and, talk. And, 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 and buy lunch or whatever. And this was a time when gas was like 99 cents, $1.50, <laughs> $2. I'm showing, man, I'm, I'm showing my age. Yeah, what is that? I'm showing my age. It was like early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? Late 90s, early 2000s. But I learned how to stretch that money. So even when things started to, you know, the inflation hit when it came to gas prices, the cost of food, cost Mm -hmm. of living, I still carried that same mentality on how to stretch my money. It wasn't always easy. There was some very challenging and difficult times. Mm -hmm. But I learned to try to make the best that I could because I was the type of person, if I was struggling, I didn't want nobody to know. If if Mm -hmm. If I didn't have it, I I would it would take a lot. And not saying I did it, cause there were times I actually reached out to a few people. We've all kind of been there for the most part, where it's like, yo, I'm a little short on this, so you think you can help me out, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. And I've been very fortunate. I have people who have my back. But it took mm-hmm. a lot, a lot for me to do that because I had a lot of pride. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I would this is why again goes back. I really learned on how to stretch that dollar. That $5, that 50 cents. I did what I had to do. And seeing the time that we're living now, things are much different. Obviously, you know, I'm very blessed to be financially stable. Um, You know, I'm very, very, very fortunate for that. But I agree with what Anthony was saying. It's a language. And when you you don't understand that language, you're Uh not going to learn how to save. You're not going to learn how to stretch that money. You're not going to learn how to invest. You're not going to learn how to make sure you, you have. The um the appropriate credit score, especially right. if you're looking to buy a home, looking to buy a car, um, maybe open up a new credit card, whatever it is, yeah. whatever your goal is. And even right. now, with digital currency, like Anthony was saying, with crypto and so forth, like I'm still learning about that. And me I'll be too. honest, I me don't too. understand that language yet. Like it's still foreign to me because I'm used to the Ooh. old school way. I'm used to the way where it's like people carry cash. Um, yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? People and, carry and it cash. Sucks. <laughs> Yeah, it's different. Nobody you... carries cash like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Could unless... you imagine
0: running up on somebody and be like, nigga, give me all your crypto?
1: Yo, facts. <laughs> facts. But you can if you scan their card.
2: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> scan their phone.
1: Yo, it, it, it's it's such a different... Remember, there was no cash app. There was no yeah. Zelle. Absolutely. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, Times has Venmo. Like, it's it really has... Change from yeah. the time I grew up. It's Absolutely, changed. Like, like the
0: economics are different, man. Yeah,
2: even the government is trying to figure out how to tax digital currency, but you can't,
1: right? Even we'll a, figure out a way. They figure, we'll figure, out, a figure a way. out a way. They, they way. figure gonna, out a way. But they go. They're gonna figure it out. Uncle Sam once <laughs> says, by any means, he yeah. will figure
2: it out. <laughs> but we That's cannot true. be in a blockbuster mentality, right? And. And, uh, and uh, if if anybody doesn't know, Blockbuster, they can't Netflix came to Blockbuster and said, "Hey, yo, we have this something we uh, streaming. Um, can you like help us out?" And they, they was like, "No, nah, we, we we good here." And then, <laughs> ne- and then Netflix started booming.
1: Netflix yeah. like, "Yo,
2: let's go, let's go." And yeah. at this moment, we don't people don't even know what Blockbuster is. Yeah, doesn't
1: exist no more. Yo,
2: kids, now
0: you tell them, you tell them. About Blockbuster, they were like, when was that? The dinosaur
1: agents? <laughs> like,
0: no, but the thing is, it's like the only thing I do miss about the Blockbuster agents is that there was a anticipation about going to get a movie, man. It was. Like, there was like, it built up to the whole family could go to Blockbuster and look for the movie they wanted, and then you find the movie you wanted, and then you, or the, or the game you wanted, and then you rent it, and then you had five days to return like a library book. And now that joint is obsolete because everything is at our fingertips.
1: We're spoiled, man. We are. We're spoiled.
0: And and, uh, if we talk about money in biblical sense, and and like this scripture always gets messed up. They they always say the love of, they always say uh, money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. The love of it is. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go break it it down.
0: It's the love of money is the root of all evil. Break that down, bro. So to break it down, it's like, so God knew before time how greedy man would get with money, right? Money is supposed to be currency for us, but we make it so much more. We make it an idol. God knew this before time. Mm -hmm. So that's why he put that in place. The love of money is the root of all evil. Because sometimes people will say, and this is to our top shelf village, we want to let y'all know, like people will say, well, if Money is the root of all evil. Why do they ask for that church? No. That's the misconception is the love of it. You, you know go. what I'm saying? If a church becomes too greedy with money, it's like, okay, we got uh, this fund and this fund and they don't tell you where the money is going and this, that and the third and all of this stuff. Like, it's all secrecy and all of that. But that's another podcast for another time.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, very, very true. Very true. Um,
0: But if, if, if somebody's, if a church is being that way, then... You know, of course you should draw concern. I, like, I
1: think I think like what happens is like if anything becomes your um anything you love too much, mm. possibly, right? It can become your idol. Yes,
2: right? And that's absolutely. what happens
1: with money. That's what it just wanted to add on to what Fred is saying. Um, Deacon Fred, Pastor Fred, because he's hey, he hitting Hey, he, I got he the keys. It. I got he, the keys. He he, he, he it. <laughs> um associate pastor, he hitting it. <laughs> um but now he's 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 one percent correct. That it's the the what happens is like it becomes your idol. So you have a lot of people say, Yo, yo, I'm chasing that bag, I'm chasing that bag, and they start valuing that bag more than anything else. And you gotta remember, God is a jealous guy, he doesn't Absolutely. want anything to be bigger than him. And so mm-hmm. if you're making money bigger than him, mm-hmm. then what's going to happen? You're not leaving room for him. Like it just like in Luke 12. It says, for where your treasure is, there, d- there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. So, what you treasure the most is right. where your heart is going to lie. You know what I'm saying? So, if you treasure money, mm-hmm. if that's your treasure, that's where your heart is at. Which means right. you have the uh, the ability mm-hmm. to idolize that. That can, be, that can potentially be your idol. Like, it's never enough, right? You have to have more and mm-hmm. more and mm-hmm. more absolutely and more and absolutely. more.
2: Mm-hmm. so I have a question for you Jeff what if somebody heard this podcast and said yo that's that poor man mentality and that's why I can't bang with Christians how would you feel
1: about that hmm I mean I, I would let the person know as, we're not saying be broke mm-hmm. there's nowhere in the scripture says be broke there's nowhere in the scripture the bible says that you have to be poor
0: Exactly. what,
1: it, what it's saying is that you just don't idolize it you could grind you could hustle Absolutely. You can do what you need to do to Absolutely. have a, a, a very wealthy lifestyle. You're right. You just don't make your lifestyle your idol. That's, right. just what it, that's really what it comes down to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I could be a millionaire, but if me being millionaire by having different businesses, different um, investments, Absolutely. that's great. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to leave an inheritance for your children, right? Absolutely. For the generation behind you. You do that by what? Gaining wealth. Right. But I'm not going to make it my idol. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to mm-hmm. make it where I value that more than my kids. I value that more than my wife. I, I I value that more than the God that I serve. Because guess what? Guess who's giving you that bag? Yeah. Guess who's cutting that check for you? Right. It's God. God right. is the one who's giving you those opportunities to be able to get the money that you're getting, depending on yeah. the lifestyle that you live in. I'm make yeah. that clear. <laughs> like, like I, think, I
0: think I honestly think personally mm-hmm. that oh. I honestly think personally that uh, Jeff Jeff Bezos himself, like, I don't know if he has a relationship with God or not. Like, he's not worried about money. He yes, he wants more, but at the same time, he doesn't have to worry about but it. But he is a
2: giver. He is a giver too. Yeah.
0: And so, like, I don't want to. I don't want people to listen to this and believe like, oh, yeah, you got to be a Christian and be humble and not, you know, always give and be broke. And oh uh, no, not at all. God said that that where your treasures be will be your heart will be also right. Like Jeff said. Um, so we have to understand, like, what is in your heart? Like, what do you what do you have in your heart? Correct. Is your is your heart to build and make better, and to plant seeds and to help and to make the world a better place, or is your heart to just save up all of this money like the Egyptians did, save up all this money and bury your money
2: with you, mm. even
0: though you can't take it with you?
2: Exactly. You know, it's so funny. Like I struggled, and I'll be honest. I'm gonna be honest at this moment. I struggled paying ten percent, and for the for um, uh, quite a while, and. Last year was my first time, and I knock on wood for twelve months for a whole year. I paid ten percent. Oh
0: I, man, I, I'm yo, proud
2: of you, Anthony. I, I can say yo. I can say that all my bills were paid.
0: Amen. I can Amen. say
2: there was money in the in the bank. I can say yes. that we went on vacation. I Talk. can say um, all of these things, and I give grace, and I have to give respectfully to my wife because she's the one that made sure that we had ten percent. Um, right. <laughs> But at the same perspective, mm-hmm. it was the fear I had. I was like, yo, we giving that much to the church. Mm-hmm. But it was more of what Fred said. It was the heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was the relationship. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I had to begin to understand, it's like, yo. Tap me in, Anthony. Yo, get chance. It's like, yo, at the <laughs> end of the day, it's like, yo, that 10% can go to the church. But think about it like this: that percent is going to God. Mm-hmm. It's just saying. God, I thank you. I thank you for allowing me to literally have this. And it was because of you. Mm-hmm. And when you begin to think about it like that, you don't think of church as a, like that, yes, you had the, the pastor and all those, the house and things of that nature, but you think about it like this: it's your heart. Right. And once you begin to understand that, and you're, you're more subtle in terms of, okay, here you go, because you know why? There's more coming. Uh-huh. Yo, go ahead, bro. Tap, tap in. So I,
0: I once heard a pastor say, a lot of us are so worried about the status of our bank account, but God is asking, what's the posture of your heart?
1: Mm. Ooh. I love it.
0: So more than anything, uh, giving is not, uh, so when you have to give tithes and offering, giving is not just throwing money in a bucket. It's not just throwing money away.
2: It's a lifestyle. It is.
0: Point blank, period. I've always noticed this. And uh, I can say this. Like, I always give 10%. Always. And I've always noticed anytime I give, I always have enough. Every single time.
2: Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Anytime
0: I tithe, I always, always... And then, you know what's crazy? When I don't give... The times that I didn't give.
2: That's a fact, bruh,
0: I'm lacking. I'm trying to figure out fact. where I went wrong. Where the hole Facts. in my pocket. Like how fact. I had a hole in my pocket or something like that. Where the money go?
2: Like
1: I was about to say the same thing, man. So, I agree. Yo, you get, you, get, a situation, new, you get a
2: new bill. I was like, yo, how did, <laughs> where does bill come from? <laughs> oh, man. And,
0: and, we, and we want to say to our villagers, like, we don't want you to feel guilty in the guilt of giving oh, yeah, anything. Yeah and guilted into giving God anything. The thing is, it's like, it's it's a heart thing, man. You have to ask yourself, it's like, it's not like, oh, God is going to curse you because you didn't give. No, Mm-mm. it's just a thing of a posture of a heart. If you get into this obedience of giving from your heart and then you just cut it off because you're like, you know what? I don't trust that this time God might have it or I need more this time. No, he will. If you really trust God in his word, him saying that I will
2: supply all that you need, mm-hmm. you got to, you got to tie it. Oh, Fred, this is hard for me, though. Like, yeah. I, see, I see where you're coming from, Fred, mm-hmm. but I'm listening to you right now and I'm, I'm really thinking about it to myself. Like, what if I just don't have it? What, like, and I'm just giving from my heart. Like, I'm only giving, like, $10 or maybe $20, but I'm giving yeah. something. Right. Do, you, do you think God is going to still bless me?
0: Absolutely, yeah,
2: because because you know what
0: what to our village, you know you may be Christian, you may not be, you may just be listening to this in passing. I just want to tell you is like it's always about the heart. It's always about the heart. Give what you can. My church always says is like if you have it to give, give. If you don't, don't feel pressured at all. Don't don't feel pressured at all. And, like it, that. and you just give what you can. In accordance to what you have. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't... I I think people associate church with this pressure. Like,
2: oh, Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in this pew.
0: The bucket come around. Oh, my gosh. I got to give something. I got to do something. Yeah. And they get this anxiety. I just want to tell you, like, there's no fear in God. Straight up and down. Like, there's no anxiety in God in the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord is a safe haven.
1: It is. It doesn't make you less of a Christian. doesn't make you less of a believer at, at, at all, uh, no matter what anybody says. Um, you know, give what's in your heart. You know, people will preach to 10%, just like what Fred was saying and what Anthony was saying. But at the end of the day, God is still going to love you regardless. He's right. going to give you grace regardless. He's going to bless you regardless, right? It, it, you know, God is not like, you know what? Because Anthony... You know, instead of giving me 10%, he gave me five percent, I'm blocking all his blessings. That's just not how God works. God, God is not transactional. He's not Mm -hmm. like you scratch it, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. God doesn't work that way. Because if that was the case, guess what? A -hmm. lot of us, if not all of us, would lack blessings. You know what I'm saying? If that was the case, no, that's the reason why Jesus Christ came and he was sacrificed so we can have eternal life. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to, you know, if we commit a sin. We have to find like a, a goat somewhere and and sacrifice it in front of the Lord. It doesn't work Absolutely. that way anymore. We don't live in those Old Testament times when Jesus died. A new covenant was created.
2: Mm-hmm. So and he's,
1: then, yeah. Tell him, Jeff. Yeah. So he's he, so God is going to he will continue to bless you despite what you put into that um, yeah. into that offering that that, that goes around. Right. I mean, Go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. And I because, got excited, bro. I know. I'm, excited, I'm getting bro.
2: excited, man. Like, <laughs> telling both you guys. You <laughs> know, uh, because, because, like, say for example, you give that twenty dollars. Right. God knows that's from your heart. Mm-hmm. But God is like to myself, like in my head, it's like, yo, if he, if God knows, like you can give it, but you still mm-hmm. don't give it, that's from um, your heart, right? And I, right, and I, the- I think that's yeah. what I'm realizing in this conversation It's like, wait, right. That person that sacrificed, or right. even that person that um, touched the him, him his garment, and was like, "Yo, I gotta get there," and I was like, right. you know what? I gotta Talk. sacrifice myself? I gotta do? I have to do something, right? But I'm it, gonna get there, and I'm, and God knows my heart,
0: exactly. straight up and down. Because it, it, if you think about it, like like you said, it's, it's giving is not about you." it's just not it's not about you and people think it is it's like your money ain't yours what are you talking about you earn. yeah you work for it but your money think about it your money goes out to all these different places your money is not yours so the crazy part is we hold on the money so tight that we like we be like nah man it keeps us up at night no lies man and and the thing is it's like your blessing isn't contention to to what you give, yep.
2: Y- Once you again, give, and this yeah. is, and this is also money and language. Yes, and given it's money and language. If you see, Absolutely. if you see these billionaires, millionaires, you see how much money they give. And yes, to my 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 money people out there, yes, it's a tax reduction X Y and Z. Cool, we got yeah. that. We put that yeah. to the side, but at the same time, they're mm-hmm. given. You can have a thousand dollars in that bank account and say, okay, I got a thousand dollars because I can see it. Right. But think about it. That thousand dollars, they literally um putting that into the to the market, re, revamping it again, putting it into the market. Mm-hmm. Because at the same time, and think about it also, another thing is overdraft fee mm-hmm. for Bank America. Was eleven point one billion dollars. Woo! So and it was. Pro- it's probably twenty. <laughs> <Phil>. <laughs> so yeah, you can save your money. You can do all this stuff, but they literally have. They literally figuring out how to make sure you're poor. Uh huh. And but God at this moment is trying to figure out how can He give you more land? Absolutely. But you gotta have the mindset. You have to yeah, have very the, true in regards to the language of money
0: and and I, I have a question for you guys do you feel money is about access power or freedom but wait a minute I'm asking this question but I want to do this question a different way right
2: okay. so I like
0: so I, I'm gonna ask Anthony do you feel money is about power
2: Okay. You breaking it down?
0: Yep. I'm breaking it down.
2: So no so, more. so each of us gets one. So money... I, wanna have, to, I have to say yes. Because if I, if I understand what, how life and society is, uh-huh. more money is power. Because money, the more money you have, the more access to information you have. So uh-huh. money is power. Okay. Uh, and Jeff,
0: do you believe that money... Is about
1: freedom. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I, I do I do believe that in, in, in a sense. You know, the more money you have, it, in, in a way, and it's subjective because depending on how you look at it, but as right. far as like with finances, you have more freedom to be able to do things, which means you have more freedom to be able to buy land, buy a mm-hmm. home, buy a car, right. um, pay your bills. Um, you have the freedom to go on vacation. You mm-hmm. basically have more access to be able to do stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I think it actually t- all ties it together. Facts. Mm-hmm.
0: OK, and then for me, is money about access? Yes, I believe that uh, wholeheartedly because we need money to get us into places, right? Mm-hmm. To For concerts, for movie theaters, for restaurants, for uh, money is definitely about access wholeheartedly. Um, it, it it can get you places where other things cannot, because people 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 will pay people off so that they can get certain places and get into certain
2: places. That is very true. Yo, I'm gonna be bold I'm about to say, mm. if you want to live and you're a Christian, you shouldn't be poor. Yo, yeah. T.J. T. said that boldly, mm. boldly. Mm-hmm. You you are wealthy. Right. You you have the mind of of a God. Uh-huh. So I need you to tap into yourself that you have a wealth of knowledge. You do have that access. You do have that power. Uh-huh. You have all of that. I want yeah. you to tap into it. Being, think, being a Christian, you should not be poor.
1: Yeah, I, I, think, I think especially nowadays, I think it's a lot easier compared to, let's say, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago to be able to make money because one, the advance of technology, you have so many people who are, let's say, on Instagram, for an example, they get paid to post. Exactly. So they get paid to post. Like, so every time they drop a post, like, I think Angela Simmons is one of them. Every time she drops a post, she, she gets a check. You know what I'm saying? So there's so many. And all those Kardashians,
0: all, them all those Kardashians, Kardashians get paid every time they post.
1: Yeah, so there's there's so many dis- different ways to be able to make money. We do live in a in, in a in the information age, oh, which is great. I mean and, and it can be bad too sometimes, sometimes it could be information overload. But the point is like we do live in an information age where there's so you can YouTube um so many different ways on how to make side income. There's there's being an Uber driver, there's um right. being doing DoorDash. Not only that, it's creating your own business. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's much easier to create your own business now than it is. I'm not saying that you're going to be an overnight success or be an overnight millionaire because I don't really believe those actually exist. And if it does exist, and if it seems like that, I wouldn't do it because to me, fast money is going to lead you fastly bankrupt. You know what I'm saying? So I think it also comes down to just the work that you got to put in, the dedication you got to put in. You know what I'm saying? But it is much easier to be able to achieve a lot of those goals, um, to be able to be financially stable, to be financially wealthy. Yes. Compared that it was back then. You can make money just from being on your phone. Right. uh, And you know what's crazy? I'm bold enough
0: to say, too, that money can create a facade.
1: Mm. Like,
0: oh, you know, what I'm saying creates a facade because look at it. Like, like all the rappers that we thought had money, that jewelry ain't theirs. They rent jewelry, some exactly. of them. So, a lot of them rent cars,
2: a lot They're of them houses.
0: Rent houses. Yep. A lot of them. That ain't your girl. That's somebody else. Yo, girl.
2: they rent a lifestyle. <laughs> exactly. And they and do. They,
0: and they owe the record label everything. They don't even own their own masters. Yes. So they, so what would like? And not even we can we can go, we can keep going, like athletes, you know, they owe everything to yes, they get paid, but they owe a lot to their league. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The league is the one that got like I remember Chris Rock said this once. He was like, Shaq is rich. The <laughs> nigga that signed Shaq check, he <laughs> is wealthy. That's a fact.
1: Yeah, that was such that was one of the real estate mistakes ever know when he said that. Yeah. Facts. i think everybody remember that
2: (laughs)
0: exactly so there's a difference too there's a stratosphere of rich uh, and wealthy and then a lot of people will be like oh well what about the classes in in um north america like in usa like what is what does the class system look like it don't there i don't think there's a there's not a a bracket anymore because people can get rich in a in a, in a second, people can go viral, get deals, endorsement deals. They can be influencers out of nowhere with no formal training or schooling or any of that. You know what I'm saying? Then people can take opportunities that can make help them get wealthy. People can start businesses that can be booming. Whoever thought that Telfar Bags was going to be That's as crazy as they were? You That's know fact. what I'm saying?
1: Very true. Like,
0: who who would have ever thought, like, if you was a kid in the 90s, you would be like, FUBU ain't going nowhere. That's a fact. Like... <laughs> But uh, but we was wrong, right?
2: At this yeah. moment, there's a child um for N N um whatever it's called NFT. Um, yeah, uh, um, literally made eleven million dollars because she
1: just drew art.
0: Exactly,
2: yeah. and see, and that's what I'm talking about. Like kids are starting YouTube
0: pages
1: and becoming yeah.
0: and becoming millionaires.
1: Right, it's so true. That's why I said there's so many different ways. It's much easier to make money now compared to back then because of the high level of technology and the way t- technology continues to advance. You just got to go out there and get it. You just got to go out there and grind. Yeah. But the key thing is don't allow that to be your idol. Right. Like, and don't I, do nothing
0: illegal.
2: I've always nah. said this and I'll say this every time. God has destined you and have you. everyone has a purpose. Mm-hmm. You just have to find it. And mm-hmm. just look at the pebbles. When I use the pebble as an analogy, Look Mm -hmm. at what's around you. Mm -hmm. And you begin to understand your purpose.
0: Right. And I've been feeling led to say this too. Like the great uh, R.I.P. to the great Sidney Poitier uh, who was one of my favorite actors of all time.
1: Rest in peace.
0: Uh, Rest in peace. Uh, I remember Denzel was saying at Mm. a pivotal point in his career when he was starting to uh, choose roles that he wanted, right? He said that Sidney Poitier told him, hey, you can do... There, there's a, a script in front of you. You can do it if you want. But remember, that's going to set the course of your career. Mm-hmm. That, that will set the course of your career. So you have to choose your roles carefully.
1: Mm. Very true, man. I, and I, I'm, I'm going to leave it with this. Facts. With, with two notes. One right. from the, the book of the Hard Knock Life. You know what I'm saying? Don't chase the bag. Chase your dream. You chase that bag, you're going to lose out. You're going to sub. it, which echoes to what Fred is saying. You're going to echo. The moment you chase that bag, you're going to do anything for that bag, which means now you're going to set the tone on who you are and how people are going to look at you as. You know what I'm saying? So don't chase, chase your dream. Don't chase the bag because everything else will follow suit. That dream is what God has given you. He's just want to bless you with that. And the last thing I want to leave is, is wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. That's in Proverbs 13. So even from a biblical standpoint, wealth gained by dishonesty will be, dis- be diminished, but he who gathers labor will increase. Mm. So, again, do not allow whatever that you're trying to do to gain wealth. Don't allow that to be your idol. You know what I'm saying? Not all good money is not all money is good money. Um, just make sure that hey go out there and get it go out there and grind do what is necessary for you to be able to live a comfortable not even a comfortable a, a wealthy lifestyle because you could be wealthy and still be a believer you could be wealthy and and still be able to give um to those who are the less fortunate there's nothing wrong having absolutely. a Bentley there's absolutely nothing wrong you know what I'm saying getting that you know that 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 double R that Range Rover that know, just make sure that's not your idol. Absolutely, absolutely. Well
2: said, man. And
0: the last thing I have to say is just there are no shortcuts to wealth. The Bible talks about it explicitly. There's no shortcuts. So work hard. My grandfather always used to say, look, the dollar going to be the same all day, every day. Uh, Work hard work is where it's at. So work hard and put your all into everything that you do.
2: Beautiful. Yo, Another banger, <laughs> another one,
1: another one. He out here.
2: Make sure y'all plant, plan, and prepare. That's Woo! the shirt. That's the yeah. shirt.
1: That's about to be the theme for twenty
2: twenty two. Yes, absolutely. Get it. Number thirty five dollars. <laughs> yo, if you have listened to this, please, please subscribe, leave a comment, do something. But yo, always remember, self care is the best care.
1: Peace. Well, least- love one love